the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis fueled by Lucky Station With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he's waiting to learn more about what President Trump has in mind. Meanwhile, the White House expected to start laying out some of the president's ideas for a renewed assault on Obamacare. In the coming days, President Trump's decision to revive the health care issue has stirred debate among congressional Republicans over how best to approach the matter heading into the 2020 election. For Mr. Trump, the reset he wants is clear. Republicans, he says, will become the party of health care. That is correspondent Ken Lorman reporting. Acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney says the president wants to find out whether the Russia investigation was an attempt to prevent him from becoming president. Mick Mulvaney made those comments earlier today on ABC's This Week. More details at srnnews.com. Mike Gallagher is waiting for the reckoning. There has to be responsibility taken for how this corrupt, pathetic narrative began. I think the American people demand it. From where I sit, this isn't political revenge. This is a, re- a reckoning that is needed to prevent this from ever happening again. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Back in the Egan Bay studios here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Again, happy Sunday afternoon to you, the good people of Minneapolis and St. Paul. High of 43 today, high of 48 tomorrow. We're looking at maybe even 54 on Tuesday and 50 on Wednesday. And please check out the Prepare and Respond broadcast that we've got on demand. Just visit the podcast page at am1280thepatriot.com, and you're going to hear a lot of good practical tips for planning for emergency situations, even preventing cyber attacks. So a lot of good info. Please check that out. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. And Columbia the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. You can also give us a call at 651-289-4488 if you'd like to weigh in on any of the topics we discuss. And if you haven't done so already, hey, feel free to like our Facebook page. Just go to the Northern Alliance Radio Network or search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like and you can follow along for all of the things we have going. Uh, Spent the uh, first hour talking about all of the big national news stories. And obviously there's a lot going on at the national level and local level regarding your Second Amendment rights. It's something that we talk about quite often here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, particularly my colleague Mitch Berg. And if you're not listening to Mitch Berg's show on Saturday, you're just doing it wrong. I'll I'll tell you that. He is as engaged on this issue as any of them. And we always like to bring in folks who are uh, just as engaged as well. And uh, I I can't think of someone better than... uh, uh, firearms expert, security expert, crisis management expert. He's an expert in all areas, I guess you could say. Uh, he, the founder of Archway Defense, Peter Johnson. Again, check out their fantastic website, archwaydefense.com. And be sure to follow their Instagram feed, too. They 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 post some uh, pretty cool Instagram stories from, from the road and uh, the prominent firearms and tactical training that they undertake. Uh, Peter Johnson, always good to have you in the broadcast, sir. Thanks always good to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, now, I've said many times before that Peter's radio voice, uh, I'm, I'm concerned it's going to put me out of a job. Because uh, you know, with his uh, acumen, uh, uh, the issues with, with that radio.
radio voice. Have you ever done radio before, Peter Johnson? I don't know. I, if it... I haven't. I have done voiceover work before. Well, that makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, because I've got a, a face for it, as they keep telling me. <laughs> So. Uh, welcome to the club, Peter Johnson. Welcome to the club. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. But, uh, uh, Peter, I, I'm glad you're uh, in town on a weekend. You've been taking a lot of road trips lately for your uh, organization, Archway Defense. Uh, yeah, I think, I think we're somewhere around 17,000 driving miles since January 1st. Okay. Wow. So we started, kicked off the year uh, with a trip to Texas, training a statewide law enforcement agency there on active shooter. Okay. Um, and that's the hard skill set firearm side. And then we went through New Mexico, Arizona, along the entire southern border, even training Border Patrol. Okay. Uh, then worked our way all the way up to uh, Maricopa County SWAT, some Chandler PD guys, I mean, and then SHOT Show, which is a, if any of the pro 2A people are listening, which I think there's of course, a few of them. there's a handful of them. Uh, yeah. Shot Show is the world's largest firearms industry event. Absolutely. Now, uh, Peter, we want to get definitely get to some of the uh, prominent uh, Second Amendment issues, but before we do that, tell us a little bit about yourself, your organization, Archway Defense, what you do, and uh, because I like to let people know that when I bring guests on, they know of what they speak. So, uh, kind of give a little bit of your background and your organization's background. Yeah. So, Archway Defense is a training and consulting firm. Uh, we work with law enforcement corporations on workplace violence, active shooter, uh, faith-based organizations to protect houses of worship. So we, all of our focus is on establishing peace of mind through training and consulting. So it always comes down to the, the security side of the house. Uh, my background, uh, six years military, uh, two years municipal law enforcement. I was only part-time doing that while I was finishing up my degrees in criminal justice and law enforcement uh, with my senior thesis on the radicalization of Somali youth in Minnesota. Okay. That went over really well in a Minnesota university. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. The, the, do you still have a copy of that, Peter Johnson? I and, do. Including with the letter grade and the comments from the I, professor. Uh, she uh, she actually said at the top of it, I was wrong about this topic. Wow. I, yeah, it was a great paper. Um, and then five years with Homeland, uh, the air marshals out of New York. I was a team leader doing counterterrorism out of New York. Now, was that now was kind of uh, doing your own gig, owning your own business? Was that something that was ever on the radar? Is that something that kind of evolved in your time as an air marshal then? Or it how did that come about? Uh, I think it evolved as an air marshal. If you've flown a lot, mm-hmm. which uh, you can empathize Obviously you with. Did, it, yeah. yeah. I think your your sixth or seventh round trip trip to Istanbul in one month. Ooh, wow. <laughs> in coach uh, definitely makes you reevaluate your life. Sure, so, sure. So I was looking at it from living in New York, uh, traveling being 50 countries a year. Mm-hmm. Well, sooner or later, I was like, you know what? I'm traveling all over the world for all these other countries that don't actually appreciate, to an extent, what we're doing for them. Sure, sure. Um, but there's so much to be done back at home, mm-hmm. and not just in Minnesota, but the entire country. So the thought process of Archway started evolving uh, 2013, and in 2014, Archway was launched. Okay. So we're going on five years now. Okay, fantastic. And you're a Minnesota kid originally then? Yeah, Excelsior. Okay. Originally. Fant- well, fantastic. And it kind of come full circle from Istanbul back to Minnesota, Peter <laughs> exactly. Johnson. Well, we're, we're definitely glad to have you. Glad you could be on the uh, broadcast today. Now, uh, talking specifically about Minnesota, obviously the legislative session, one of their big priorities, and I'm sure this kind of raised your antennas a little bit, is the new uh, DFL-controlled house. They're one of their biggest priorities was that they were going to look at, uh, and they always, and they always word. I, I noticed they always word it. They don't word it gun control, but gun safety or common sense gun safety. Because why would anybody oppose common sense gun safety, Peter Johnson? But first off, uh, let's uh, take a look at a couple of the uh, uh, pieces of legislation. You have House Files Eight and Nine. One dealing uh, uh, in particular with background checks, and another with red flag laws. I want to deal with background checks in particular. Um, kind of, ex- kind of maybe uh, expound on this a little bit, but people when they hear background checks, it's like, well, why shouldn't people submit to a background check if they want to buy a, t- a dangerous piece of equipment? But it's not all it's cracked up to be, Peter Johnson. Correct. So for people that say uh, we need universal background checks, mm-hmm. well, there's a form called if you've ever bought a gun, it's called an ATF form, which immediately you can know that that's not a Minnesota document. Mm-hmm. ATF form forty four seventy three. And that 4473 is required for all firearm purchases from a gun dealer, broker, or somebody of that. Uh, goes through FBI, NCIC background check, asks if you're a citizen, if you've ever been uh, adjudicated for mental health, all these other things. And it's a felony to lie on those. So 
tons of gun laws already on the book. And that ATF 4473, which everybody who's listening, if you've ever bought a gun, you already know what I'm talking about. That's on the books. Mm-hmm. It it hasn't changed that much. Slight uh, nuances in the questions. The biggest problem is when somebody lies on that, when a felon is trying to get a gun, which is illegal. Of course. It is extremely rare that anyone prosecutes it. Mm, okay. So, so the bigger question is we have background checks right. for firearms. It's illegal to falsify that document. And you, we can prove it. Sure. But then when you do it, the chances of you actually getting charged are minuscule. Why is that? That's a million-dollar question, okay. isn't it? Yeah. I, I truly don't know. Um, I worked in gun sales when I was going through uh, my undergrad just okay. as a part-time gig, make some extra money. And we would report uh, straw purchases. Sure. A straw purchase, for those of you who don't know, is when an individual who's coming into the gun shop appears to be trying to buy a gun for some on someone else's behalf when they know they can't legally own the gun. And by this, this is a true story of what happened. Sitting in the gun shop, car pulls up, man and a woman, man's in the passenger seat, woman's in the driver's seat, only car in the parking lot. Huge glass windows we can see right out. Literally, the guy hands the girl money. You can see it. She walks in and without looking around says, I want to buy and fills in the blank of the gun she wants to buy. So one really quick sniff test is to find out, okay, let's see, maybe I'm wrong. So I show her one of the guns and I'm like, is this it? Oh yeah, that's it. I purposely showed her the wrong gun. Of course, yeah. To, ah, I'm like, nice. if you knew what you wanted to buy, you would know that this isn't that gun. Right. Right? So then you start the questioning of, well, what are you going to use it for? Blah, blah. Normal stuff that any gun salesman would talk to him. Or is it a home defense gun? Is it something you're going to carry? And she didn't know any of the answers to these really basic common questions. So we denied the purchase of that. That was on a private sector level of just saying, you know what? It really seems like because that guy handed you money, you came in not knowing anything about this, right? Mm-hmm. we're going to deny the purchase. Well, let's say that transaction went, actually went through. So right. she, without a criminal background, theoretically could have bought a gun for somebody who right. probably shouldn't have had it. Right. When we find out that that happened, the chances of her getting charged are almost non. I would love to see stats on that because it they just simply don't happen. So, when, yeah, and that's the one thing that is always brought up. It's like, excuse me, it's like, you know, this is these particular laws, and you always hit back. It's like, well, these particular laws are not going to keep guns out of a criminal's hand. And they say, well, then what, you know, then, and then you're always, then people always come back, well, what should we do to keep guns out of criminals' hands? How about prosecuting straw purchasers? Is, straw, it, is, that, is, that, that, is that true out of bounds? That here? would be the number one thing. If we would do anything, it would be simply enforce the gun laws that we have. When you look at all these uh, active threats with a firearm, the number of gun laws that they violated mm-hmm. during these felonious acts of mass killings, if they violated 20 gun laws, mm-hmm. would a 21st stop it? Right, right. Or a 30th? Right. And then let's go back. You remember, I think we chatted about the Paris attack a while back. Yes. That mm-hmm. ended at Bataclan Theater. Yes. Well, you can't legally own grenades in Paris. What? I know. Shocker. Uh, or a fully automatic AK-47s or their variants. Okay. They had all those. They had suicide vests. They had all those things in downtown Paris with some of the most strict draconian gun laws on the planet. Well, how many of those gun gun laws in Paris, in France, saved lives at Bataclan? Yeah. It it sounds cold to say that, but we see around the world that strict gun laws do nothing to actually protect people. Right. And, and of course, we always hear the retort, well, I have a... I have a right to not get shot, to which I always reply, well, the best way to exercise that right, in my opinion, at least your mileage may vary, but for me, is to, oh, I don't know, own a firearm legally? I don't know. What, I mean, I'm just, a, I'm just a guy from a suburb up in northern Minnesota. What do I know? But uh, Well, even the FBI. So FBI is kind of a big organiza- organization. Heard of them, yes. Yeah, heard yes. of them. They did a study of all the active threats that were with a firearm. Some people call these active shooter events. Right. And they realized that the... T- stopwatch of how many people die per minute 
dramatically drops when violence is directed back towards the attacker. Right. Which is a very common sense thing. Everybody is probably nodding their head. Yeah. If somebody's shooting at you and you shoot back, their ability to go kill innocent people dramatically reduces. Or if it's a spree killing and they know that there's even just a minute threat of resistance, you know, saying, because like, where do most where do most active shooters go? A lot of these schools where it's a gun free zone, and zones. they are and they are secure in the knowledge there's not a gun there, you know. And yet, if they know beyond a shadow of a doubt, or or if they just have the minor doubt that well someone might have a gun, they probably don't they probably don't go to that particular uh, particular area. Peter Johnson. Yeah, and I mentioned Shot Show. Right, mm-hmm. Shot Show is seventy eighty thousand people from the defense and firearms industry. Right at Las Vegas Sands. How many crimes take place at Shot Show, Peter Johnson? Uh, crimes, I don't know. <laughs> Shootings, very, very few. Yeah, right, right. There I we would, go, I would, QED. I would beg to, uh, somebody can go Google it, but I don't think there's ever been a, uh, a shooting at Shot Show. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take comfort and probably say that that's probably right. Uh, we do need to take a break here. Uh, Vincent is on line one, Vincent from St. Paul. Vincent, if there's any way you can hold during the break, I promise we will take your call. Immediately when we come back in the next segment. And if you want to weigh in, too, feel free. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, joined in studio by a friend of the broadcast, Peter Johnson. He, the founder of Archway Defense. Check out their work, archwaydefense.com. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, You give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. G'day, I'm Scott from Plugin Pest Free. I want to personally thank all my Plugin Pest Free customers who have taken the time out to call, write, and who have left messages to thank me for ridding their homes and businesses of unwanted rodent and pest problems. So from me to you, I thank you. Plug-in Pest Free is the only scientifically tested and, more importantly, consumer-proven electromagnetic pest management system since 1995. Why put up with those annoying rodents and pests any longer? Plug-in Pest Free is 100% chemical-free, making it your safest bet to manage your rodent and pest problems around your family and pets. With a 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. gopestfree.com today. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. Who can move 
Welcome back, AM twelve eighty Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Closing out weekends here on the Patriot. You can hear my friend and colleague King Banyan on our sister station, AM fourteen forty, the businessman. He's Saturdays nine to eleven AM with the King Banyan show. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on these very airwaves, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. He is the headliner edition, heard Saturdays one to three PM. I am the closer, closing out weekends. Sundays, 1 to 3. And again, here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. Uh, do, as promised, I want to get to Vincent from St. Paul. He is on line one. Vincent, I appreciate your patience. You're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, sir. Mahalo. Thank you. Aloha, St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, it's that warm out there, Vincent, is it? You're saying aloha. Wow, getting caught up in the uh, warm weather spirit. Is that it? Oh, well, I was stationed down there for a couple of almost two years, a year, at least a year. Okay, fair enough, fair uh, enough. U.S. Navy. Okay. So, the VA Hospital Fort Snelling, or the VA around the world, mental health, you go see a doctor, they're always asking you these questions or writing things down. Mm-hmm. Us patients, we don't know what they're writing, because we, not all the time, the VA it gives you a copy. Sure. And it takes months to request to get it. So, uh, you know, you're talking about God's mental health. You go put in, and if you put down on your the form there about mental health, you put no, but they, the v, uh, FBI and everybody else, ATF, they check out, you know, the VA files, and they say, oh, you got mental health. You lied. You're going to jail. Still wanted. Maybe Fort Leavenworth. He knows what Fort Leavenworth is. Mm-hmm. Never I, been, thankfully. <laughs> but, me, but I've me heard. Neither. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you answer the question. I'll get off. Okay. Thanks. Uh, thanks very much. I think yeah, it was uh, had to do with the uh, mental health screening at the VA. Um, is that an issue? I, I don't know if that's. And I'm not familiar with that particular issue. Is that an issue that sometimes the doctors may misconstrue what a veteran is uh, conveying during their during their exam? The the forty four seventy three that we mentioned. It's, mm-hmm. Have you ever been uh, adjudicated or placed? a judge placed you in the care of mental health professionals. Okay, which is dramatically different than somebody who, let's say, I mean, mental health is an issue throughout the country. There's 330 million people. Believe it or not, some of those people might not be cheery all the time. Sure. Sometimes they get depressed and everything else. Sure. Um, When we talk about mental health, that's not talking about going to see a psychiatrist to talk about just kind of your life and everything else. We're talking about court-ordered psychiatric care, Mm -hmm. right? And that those documents would be reported. They should be reported. Some states don't actually report that to the NCIC, the background check. So again, all these things are on file, but we're not actually following the gun laws that we have. And while we're on break, uh, the straw purchases, Columbine, classic Columbine shooting, that attack was done with straw purchased firearms, Mm, guns that were illegally purchased for someone else. If you look at Southern Springs, and that was just in 2017, he was uh, adjudicated for, I believe it was battery on his girlfriend yes. or his wife, yes. if I'm not mistaken. You're correct. Yep. So he was prohibited under federal law from buying firearms. The Air Force never transferred those files or reported those files to the NCIC. He went to fill out the paperwork. He lied, which is a felony. Right. It was never caught because the government, which Air Force is still part of the government, government failed to report to that system. Sounds like we need more laws, more government then. That makes perfect sense. It, it's just never ending. So if, unfortunately, if you go back in history and look at these horrific incidents of uh, mass killings, a number of them have come from straw purchases or straight out illegal. Now, let's say uh, San Bernardino, the husband and wife jihadi pair yep. mm-hmm. that shot up the Christmas party. Those guns were purchased by straw purchasers. They purposely purchased them for somebody else, knowing that they were trying to circumvent the background check. Now, how ironic is it? And I shouldn't make light of this because obviously there were atrocities in this, but it just it's more infuriating than anything. The state of California, it's a crime to buy a plastic straw to drink out of, but straw purchasing somehow flies under the radar, doesn't get prosecuted. No. I'm it, just saying it, here, Peter Jets. It, yeah. It's I, If it was, if people weren't 
getting killed from the the stupidity, and I can't call it anything other than stupidity. Right. It would be it would be hilarious just at the intellectual dishonesty on one side of the political climate. Exactly. Yes. But it's just the frustration, and I I think everybody's frustrated when a new law comes up, and you're like, well, what did what did the last thirty laws that you passed? What did they do for us? Right. And that's the one thing I point out in this show all the time is like, you know, and, and I get it. And I, and I have sympathy for people when one of these horrific shootings takes place and there's a dozen casualties, sometimes more, uh, that they say, you know, well, how do you know? Maybe if we just pass this law, can't we just pass this law? You know, it's almost like they take security and passing a law, and to which I always reply, okay, next time there's a mass shooting, and I'm sorry there will be because there are some evil people in the world, there's some uh, messed up people in the world. Is that going to comfort you and say, well, at least we passed a law. I may not have stopped this, but at least we tried something. I mean, that 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 makes no sense in any sane and rational world. No. the um, I mentioned Turkey a little while ago. Mm-hmm. So archaeologists found the first edged offensive weapon, and it was predated like 5,000 years before Christ. Okay. So there's been arm, armed conflict for about, what, seven, modern armed conflict for about 7,000 years. Sure. What makes you think, or anybody think, that in their lifetime they're going to get rid of armed conflict? Mm-hmm. I would love for it to happen, but that would be denying the reality of good and evil. Sure. It's it's beyond frustrating um, seeing what happened in Paris. And we can look around the country or around the world where these attacks have happened in the most gun-controlled utopias. Right, right. And it still doesn't do anything. I, I'm glad you brought that up because, of course, obviously, uh, the uh, horrific play, shooting that took place a couple, three weeks ago in New Zealand, down the Christchurch, the two mosques, Muslim mosques. And, of course, somehow America gets lumped into it. Well, it's Trump's anti-Muslim sentiment and America's gun laws. It's in New Zealand. The other part of the world has nothing to do with our gun laws. But by, uh, that's an aside. My point in bringing that up is the prime minister came out and said, we're going to ban these caliber weapons almost immediately. And you have all of these people, these leftists who say, no one's coming for your guns, lauding this saying, well, see, was that was it that hard? Wait a minute. This prime minister is taking away guns. You just said no one's coming for your guns. And now in the same breath, you're lauding this decision by this New Zealand prime minister. The, the only path that the far leftists, and I will call them far leftists, want is complete disarmament. Yes, they just That's can't it. say that because they know it's not feasible. Correct. At least the, I hope they know it's not feasible because it's well, not going to happen. Well, let's talk about just logistics. I was in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. I was in federal law enforcement. There's about 330 million people. And last time we checked, there's approximately 380 million guns. Okay. So out of that, you have 800,000 uh, law enforcement. That's state, federal, everybody. If all 800,000, how many guns, this is basic math, so if you have kids, 800,000 law enforcement officers, how many people would they have to go to to recover almost 350, 400 million guns? Yeah, isn't that like 400 guns per, something like that, if my math is correct? Yeah, good luck. Each, each law enforcement official has to go collect 400 guns, yeah. And God help us if one of them is sick, because then another yeah. one has to collect 800, yeah. if, right? if they have a day off or <laughs> we're not taking days off oh, vacation, golly. softball. I mean, it's just the, the logistics, even if you wanted to, you couldn't do it. Yeah, I, and I had uh, had a little fun with uh, Representative Eric Swalwell. Did you remember his uh, uh, little back and forth? There was a tweet that somebody put out where um, – they they he based they basically said you know Representative Swalwell is going to have a war on his hands if he thinks we're giving up our rights and into the hands of the government and of course Representative Swalwell comes back with well the government has nukes it'd be a short war we're going to nuke American <laughs> citizens Peter Johnson um to get your uh, your revolver we're going to and your and your duck gun we're going to use thermal nuclear weapons and and of course this is going on the assumption that these hundreds of thousands of gis who have sworn to uphold the constitution against enemies foreign and domestic would join the government in taking people's guns i again i don't know what world these people are living in but no even law enforcement this is a casual conversation i have with law enforcement when i was in and now we train dozens of departments every year and hundreds of cops every year around the country we have this chat i'm like just theoretically would you ever do it? Would mm-hmm. you ever go door to door? And they're like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> do you know how bad that w- Like, even if I thought we should, there's n- no way on the planet I would ever go knock door to door to try to confiscate guns because it would end 
horrifically for everybody. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Uh, always uh, get fascinating stuff from our guest in front of the broadcast, Peter Johnson. He's the founder of Archway Defense. Go to their fantastic website, archwaydefense.com. And do yourself a favor, follow them on Instagram, too, just Archway Defense, to find out all the fantastic and uh, invigorating uh, vi- videos, Instagram stories, whatnot, that they put forth uh, for entertainment purposes, but also educational. We'll be back in mere moments right here. On the Northern Alliance Radio Network, go nowhere. Don't be fooled by the left and the fake news media. The election of Donald Trump has not ushered in a new era of radical hatred in our country. In his brand new book, Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War, African-American professor Wilfred Riley studies hundreds of reported hate crimes that are actually hoaxes. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on Fan Club to register to win a copy of this explosive new book. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. There is nothing that they won't do to get you the help you need to become a successful student at Online Trading Academy. My name is Brian. I've been with Online Trading Academy since November 2016. What OTA has done for me, they've really opened my eyes into how the financial markets work and how a financial advisor, how do mutual funds work and how do they make money and what the expense is to me for them giving me their advice. Teaching me that I can be in control of that is really helping me save the expense that they had been taking out of my portfolio. The only criteria that you need is the internal desire to want to become a trader and take financial control of your life. Join us for a free investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. Did you ever think that your data may be the most valuable thing in your business? What would happen if you lost your data? Arby's provides backup solutions both on-site and in the cloud to protect your data. We can even set something up so you can keep working while we fix the failed computer. Arby's can protect your data and keep you running. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Welcome back, Cam Twelve Eight Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Sunrise, sunrise. It's me, Brad Carlson. Looks Thanks like for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Any comments or questions? And if you've yet to do so, feel free to like our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook, search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, give us a like, and uh, you'll keep up on all of the goings-on here with these shows. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Continuing with our guest, uh, Peter Johnson, uh, expert in firearms, crisis management, and the founder of Archway Defense, which deals with both. Archwaydefense.com is the website. Feel free to uh, follow them on Instagram as well. We were talking a little bit about some of the gun laws that were coming down. We want to finish up on House File 8, which, of course, is the firearm transfer criminal background checks required. 
Uh, we really didn't get into the meat of that, Peter Johnson, and how cumbersome that is and what people don't realize is if, if you own a firearm, Peter, say, and I'm your trusted friend and you want to loan me a shotgun to go hunting, uh, according to this bill, what would have to happen? If this bill passes, what would have to take place? If you want to loan me your shotgun for me to go hunting? Well, I think you'd have to fill out some paperwork. We'd have to find some place, uh, probably a FFL, Federal Firearms License, fill out the paperwork do the background check, wait to make sure you can, then give it to you, then you go hunt. And by this time, pheasant season's probably open. I'm screwed. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then when you come back, you're like, hey. I just give you the gun back, right? No, nope, nope. Wait, what? Now we have to, because it's mine, now we have to go back through the process. Even though it's your property. Correct. It would be like me lending you my car so you can go get groceries. By the way, more people get killed with vehicles than firearms. Huh. Weird. Um, Multiple people at the Bastille Day festivities from France yep. three years ago, not available for comment. Anyways, continue, yes. So you take my vehicle, my my assault truck, and you take my assault truck, go get groceries and come back. Theoretically, by the same logic, you would have to go to the DMV, right? We'd have to transfer ownership of it to you before you could go get groceries. Then when you come back and hand me the keys, we have to go back to the DMV and transfer ownership back to me. Uh, Can't make it up. Yeah, and again, uh, I don't know if you this this and again this accomplishes it. And, and they never answer the question. Okay, how does this prevent criminals from getting their hands upon oh. firearms? This is this issue is never addressed. It's it's like our friend Rob Dorf with Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus says uh, it's kind of like uh, hurdles. You law abiding, you know, those who follow the rules are going to jump over the hurdles. Those who are not are just going to go right around them. It doesn't make any sense. And I bring up Paris again. Tell me what gun law in France stopped anyone from being injured or killed in the Paris attack. It, they, by the very nature of laws and by the very nature of criminals, criminals don't follow laws. So we can either accept that as the reality or we can live in a utopian false society in our head that we believe that if we pass a law, a criminal by the very definition won't follow the law, will magically follow the law because we wrote it better. And uh, one of the uh, and uh, by the way, Jason, if you have that uh, sound clip with uh, Cory Booker, who's running for president in 2020, if you have that ready, I'm going to call for that in a couple minutes. Along those same lines, uh, House File Nine, which is uh, has to do with firearms, law enforcement, and family members enabled to petition a court to prohibit people from possessing firearms if they pose a significant danger to themselves or others by possessing a firearm. Now that's all fine and good, but if the person who is uh, that you're attempting to keep a firearm from is not able to speak in their own defense. So much for due process, Peter Johnson. Well, yeah, and uh, I forgot what representative who's saying, hey, can you tell me the process that takes place during this interaction? Well, the process is, what, or there isn't really a process. It's they fill it out. Well, what I'm referring to is the due process, which is protected on the, uh, all Americans have the right to due process. Exactly. So yeah. what other right do we completely negate due process for the the first how about the fifth how about the fourth (laughs) unreasonable search and seizure you should have due process which is a warrant seen in front of a judge and all these other things or your consent well let's just get rid of that and if i really feel like it i don't need to see a judge i don't need to weigh the evidence and go through all this process i'm just going to go into your house i mean we don't do it for any other right but magically, under the Second Amendment, that's one that people are like, "Yeah, let's get rid of the due process." And obviously, uh, one of the, the uh, multiple—I don't know how many of the candidates are up to—about eighteen candidates on the Democrat side that are vying for the nomination uh, to oppose President Trump in twenty twenty. Uh, Cory Booker, senator out of uh, New Jersey, uh, was a participated in a town hall this past week and was asked about the gun issue. Listen to what he had to say. If I am your president, we are going to bring the fight to the NRA who wants to represent corporate gun owners, corporate gun corporations, uh, manufacturers more than they want to represent the people because this is what they're doing to Americans. They are defending loopholes like that loophole that if a man is convicted of beating his wife, he can find a loophole to go out and buy a gun and murder her. They are defending not their membership, but loopholes, like the loophole that says that someone on the terrorist no-fly list in our country can still go to a gun show and buy weapons, or that somebody that's convicted of a violent crime 
can still find a loophole to go and drink. buy a weapon. Okay. Uh, you took a drink every time you said loophole. Now I can't feel my head. Okay. So uh, presidential candidate Cory Booker. Uh, my God, where to start on that one? First of all, uh, the uh, the phantom loopholes, Peter Johnson. You'll hear about this all the time. Well, anybody can just go to a gun show and buy a gun without any kind of background check. They call it the gun show loophole. Uh, what exactly are they talking about, Peter Johnson? They're talking about a fictitious concept that was made popular in the early 90s. Um, it's still hanging in there, apparently. Yeah, huh? it's, it's a great soundbite. There's a YouTube video of gun show loophole where a guy undercover goes mic'd up with undercover camera saying, hey, uh, can I buy one of these guns without a background check? And every single table he goes to, they said, well, no, absolutely not. You have to fill out the background check. He's like, oh, does that mean I can come back after the show closes and, <laughs> and hit the loophole? And everyone's staring at him like, you need to get away from me. <laughs> it's a brilliant video uh, to bring up the insanity uh-huh. behind this talking point of the loophole. Because uh, the people that go to gun shows and who have this huge display of firearms are actually – FFLs, Federal Firearms Licensed okay. Dealers. So they go, and just like um, a car dealer goes to a car show, right? They all have their different dealerships or their different manufacturers, and then they sell. They're still licensed, and they still have to abide by all the licensing with that 4473. And they'll do that right on the spot. You'll fill it out. They'll call the FBI for approval. And if you pass it, they can transfer possession. If you don't, you can't have the firearm. Now, I like how he brings up the NRA. Well, I'm going to take the fight to the NRA. It's like, you know, whether, whatever you think about the NRA, and in my opinion, I think the NRA has gotten a little too culture warish, particularly delving into athletes kneeling during the National Anthem. It's like, I don't know that we should be really focusing on that. But that aside, uh, who do they think the NRA is? The NRA is made up of a group of citizens, and you have someone who is vying to be the top executive in our federal government saying he's going to take the fight to the NRA, the a group of citizens. So much for free assembly, Peter Johnson. Yeah, that's five to six million Americans that he wants to, quote, take the fight to. Um, and those – the NRA, by the way, if, if you're not a member of the NRA, how it actually works is you vote. As a member of the NRA, you vote for the leadership. So I don't know how the corporate gun lobby or whatever his talking point was along with his loopholes, mm-hmm. but the – the vote comes out of the NRA membership for whoever's heading up the NRA. So if the NRA is doing something or going in a direction, it's literally five to six million people voting that direction. So, yeah, that, another issue he brought up is, and this is one of my, uh, this is one that just is so teeth grindingly frustrating is the no fly list. First of all, anybody who winds up on a no fly list typically don't realize they're on a no fly list unless they would try to purchase a firearm and say, well, I'm sorry, you're on a no fly list. How do you deprive someone of their constitutional rights without, and again, no due process, they have no idea how they wound up on the list, and worse, they have no idea how to get off these lists. But you're, you're going to deprive somebody of their Second Amendment rights because they're on some arbitrary watch list. They have no idea how they got on there. It's insane. Yeah, the, and coming out of the air marshal program, the no-fly list made sense, right? It was for foreign terrorists, sure. so they couldn't fly on U.S. flag carriers coming mm-hmm. into the U.S. Totally made sense. Well, then it got out of control. Okay. Um, and the no-fly list, if you Google no-fly list failures, I believe there's like, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Didn't Teddy Kennedy wind up on one of these lists? It was yeah. either the no-fly list or terrorist watch list. I mean, Teddy Kennedy, yeah, he wasn't exactly a savory character, but a, a terrorist watch list or no-fly list? I mean, I know they're two different lists, but it's just insane. Yeah, there was a, I believe there was an eight-year-old boy who ended up on the no-fly list because his name was similar to something else. So the danger is... The What started off, just like everything in government, as a good idea with lack of oversight or clear direction or clear controls, um, transparent con- controls, got out of hand. And now people, American citizens, who have no nexus to terrorists. And when I'm saying nexus, you're not affiliated with a known terrorist group. And they're ending up on this list that you don't know how you get on and you don't know how you get off with no due process, again, if you are on Originally, it made a ton of sense to keep foreign known terrorist members from ever stepping foot on a U.S. flag carrier sure. while the plane's in, let's say, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Amman, Jordan, we're going to say, no, you don't have the right. You're a known terrorist. You don't have the right to get on our plane coming back to New York. Right, right. right. Well, the no-fly list got out of control because of lack of oversight. 
So uh, yeah, and again, and because of that, all of a sudden you're gonna yeah that that it just is. Uh, but this is what we're dealing with with these uh, Democratic uh, presidential candidates. They're all. Uh, this seems to be a priority for them. You know, they on one hand they say, "Well, we're not coming for your guns," and then they say things like this: "Well, you're not going to be allowed to purchase a gun if you're on one of these watch lists or what have you." And again, so much, uh, so much for due process. I mean, I, I would, I would like to think that you know, because we have three branches of government, there'd be that check and balance place. I can't believe this would stand up in court, Peter. Any law that would uh, be passed preventing you to, from buying a gun if you're on a watch list. And that's the problem. It's again, it's in our constitution. You have the right to keep and bear arms. DC versus Keller made that perfectly clear. The mm-hmm. Supreme Court, time and time again, has supported that it's an individual right to keep and bear arms. So, for every other right, you need due process before they can remove that right from you. Except when it comes to the Second Amendment, and it, it's really it's troublesome because think of if the political winds keep flopping. Or let's say we make a new list, a thought crime list. And this is something for Orwell fans out of 1984. Of course, of course. A thought crime. Because you're a thought criminal, especially being an outspoken person such as yourself, you have literally a microphone blasting your message out to a ton of people. Well, if the political winds shift and somebody charges you with thought crime or doesn't actually charge you, they just put you on a thought criminal list. Well, now you you can't vote. You can't you don't have uh, Fourth Amendment protection. You don't have Fifth Amendment protection. You don't have First Amendment protection. And you don't have Second Amendment protection. The Second Amendment protects all the rest of them. And the, and I understand how this could be a helpless feeling among some because those who go through all the channels, they pass a background check, are able to purchase a firearm, and they commit atrocities for it. it it's an awful tragedy, and it's a very helpless feeling. And it's almost as if they want to go into some sort of era where we're in Tom Cruise Minority Report pre-crime, where somehow we can gauge the DNA in the air that someone... Seriously, that's that's almost what they're suggesting. And the next step, as we talked about, is is not only just denying any new purchases of firearms, but maybe confiscation is not feasible, but some will still float that idea out there, trying to take inspiration, like you said, from uh, from New Zealand. But when it gets to the point where you have progressive senators like Chris Murphy out of Connecticut and Elizabeth Warren out of Massachusetts saying that because Republicans want to follow due process and anyone on a terrorist watch list should not be deprived of their constitutional rights, all of a sudden you get these senators saying, wow, look at that. Republicans want to sell guns to ISIS. You can't you can't reason with these people. No. And here's the thing. If they're on, I know, and we won't talk about who they are. I know people that are on the, not, yeah. Yeah, the terror watch list. <laughs> right. There are some very bad people on that list. Mm-hmm. Charge them with something. Right. If you're on that list, if you've done what we know they've done, you could just charge them and then you don't, you don't have to worry about them being on the list or not because those charges, pending felony charges, stops you from possessing a firearm. So for terrorists, charge them with something. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Always goes by way too quickly. We will have one final short segment with our guest, Peter Johnson, he of Archway Defense. Again, check out their website, archwaydefense.com, and look them up on Instagram as well. We'll be back with one final segment of the broadcast. Go nowhere. Your heart's on the loose. You rolled in sevens with nothing to lose. AM 1280, The Patriot. It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas or pain or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over. I spent years with the symptoms but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away. So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms. We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues. EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie. 
This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. President Trump faces a much clearer pathway to re-election in 2020 now that special counsel Robert Mueller has found no evidence that the president or the Trump campaign colluded with Russian efforts to influence the 2016 presidential election. President Trump's task ahead is to focus his re-election effort on the reasons why voters should give him a second term in office. And while Democrats continue to obsess over Trump and his alleged misdeeds, it's up to the president and his team to focus instead on the ways in which they've improved the livelihoods of the American people with tangible policy accomplishments. The president spearheaded tax cuts that have helped many Americans keep more of their hard-earned money. His administration has cut regulatory burdens and red tape to spur economic growth. And he has appointed judges to federal courts who respect the rule of law and the Constitution. If President Trump can keep his rhetoric and his focus on touting these accomplishments, he'll go a long way toward winning four more years in the Oval Office. I'm Lon He Chen. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you have hair loss, then I have great news for you. This is Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. I urge you to log on to INeedMoreHair.com. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss, INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, their results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. INeedMoreHair.com Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't you know? We're talking about a revolution. Final segment of the broadcast with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Don't you know? Talking about a revolution. Oh, that's what you're going to get—a revolution if you try to come for our guns. I tell you, Eric Swalwell, looking at you. Don't nuke me, bro. <laughs> I actually was in uh, Washington D.C. Uh, a few weeks ago, and my wife and I were touring one of the House members' uh, buildings, uh, the Cannon Building, where some House members have their offices, and we walked by Eric Swalwell's office. Did you see that picture? Yeah. I got a picture outside his office with a gif that says, Don't nuke me, bro, and a mushroom <laughs> cloud going up next to his office. So a lot of you gunnies got that one. So <laughs> anyways, hey, joined by Peter Johnson for this one final short segment, He of Archway Defense. Again, check out their website, archwaydefense.com, and give them a follow on Instagram as well. Uh, they got a lot of uh, fascinating uh, pictures and videos and Instagram stories from their many excursions across this, uh, as Michael Medved said, greatest nation on God's green earth. Uh, Peter, what's on uh, tap coming up uh, that uh, you've got? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want an exact location, yeah, but no. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you got on tap coming up with well, Archway Defense? April is a good month. We've got uh, the start of it. We just got back from a law enforcement training conference in St. Louis. Okay. And then uh, I believe in a couple of weeks we've got the SOTA, SWAT Officer Special Operation Tactical Officers Association, something like that, up in St. Cloud, Minnesota. As in Minnesota. Minnesota. So, so yes. it's uh, the SWAT, SWAT teams from Minnesota, the Dakotas, and Wisconsin come together for training, public speaking, stuff like that. And then uh, that, that big bad NRA conference in Indianapolis at the end of the month. Okay. Uh, celebrating... Oh, and also April 19th. And if you don't know, April 19th, first shot of yes. the revolution. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, uh, a lot, you know, we alluded to Columbine earlier. That took place, didn't it, April 19th or 20th? 20th, 420, 20, yeah. 20 years. 20 yeah. years. That's hard to believe. Wow. Yeah, 1999. I, I remember that well. My wife and I weren't married at the time, but uh, I remember I went to, went over to her, I happened to be going over to her, her house that evening. And she was just sitting there on the couch, stunned, telling me about what unfolded at Columbine uh, High School in Littleton, Colorado. And, you know, that that really kind of started the backlash against the NRA and law-abiding citizens. Well, it, the, of course, the infamous moment, uh, Tom Selleck, a longtime NRA member, I don't know if he still is anymore or not, was uh, basically pilloried on went back when Rosie O'Donnell had a talk show. And that kind of started the big culture war between Second Amendment advocates and, and, and gun control uh, advocates. I mean, it's always been there, but that really kind of uh, 
caught, I think was a first in the great divide between the between the two sides. Yeah, it it sparked it sparked the debate. Um, what what one side failed to discuss was one the facts that they didn't buy guns legally, which the NRA is all for. Of course, le- legal purchase of firearms. And wasn't the NRA kind of the catalyst behind the background yeah. check system? Yeah, that yeah. was actually the NRA. Yeah, so. right. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Well, we did, but yeah. uh, um, but the the danger with this, and I've talked with Lee Michaels at at length, is when you fail to acknowledge that evil exists in the world. All of the other stuff that comes out of these talking points by Booker or whoever else. It all makes sense when you fail to acknowledge that evil exists. Right. Um, by contrast, when you accept the fact that there are truly evil people in the world, mm-hmm. it makes sense that you can't protect everybody from all things at all times from everything. You can mitigate the damage, like having reasonable background checks of 4473, sure. um, and then encouraging people to take charge of their own personal protection. And that's kind of tying into what we do. Well, Peter, uh, we only have about a minute or so to go. Uh, we always appreciate your time and your valuable contributions to this broadcast. Uh, uh, any final thoughts? Obviously, uh, it looks like I think we're going to survive these gun bills that are going through the legislature, thankfully, to the ever-so-slight majority in the Minnesota Senate, and in addition to some... We still have some outstate DFLers who are pro-Second Amendment advocates, so I think we're going to be okay there, but uh, uh, it's ever-vigilant, Peter Johnson. Yeah, it's... Uh, a lot of people come to America and they say the country that has the most to lose does the least to protect it. Mm. So, Very well said, yeah. So stand up. I, we are the silent major, majority, without a doubt. Um, don't be afraid to be in to engage in intelligent debate about these topics. Yeah, obviously it's a, it's a very emotionally charged topic given some of the high-profile incidents that have taken place just in this country alone in the past few years. And, uh, uh, you know, we just surpassed last month the one-year anniversary of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting down in Parkland, Florida. That's still fresh in everybody's minds and young advocates going strong on that. So uh, as my friend and colleague Mitch Berg says, the only easy day was yesterday. So it's got to be ever vigilant. Peter, always appreciate the time, my friend. Thanks so much for stopping by. Always goes by way too quick, but we appreciate it. Thank you. As always, thanks for having me. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network and ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for tuning into the broadcast. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. This Friday, don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better if you don't get in my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters Friday. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. AM 1280, the three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.